it's your fellow devotee cindy with another episode of devoted with cindy (laughs) if you're new here and you're tuning in for the first time welcome i'm so happy you're here and if you're a regular regular devotee what's good it's so good to have you back let's get into today's episode Alright, welcome to episode 8 of the Devoted with Cindy podcast. As you can see from the title, today's message is about heartbreak. Yes, heartbreak, womp, womp, womp. Like, why? Why is heartbreak, you know, a thing, you know? I feel like heartbreak comes from bikini bottom. I feel like heartbreak hails from the 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 heights the suburbs of pittsburgh (laughs) i feel if we could unsubscribe from heartbreak we all would because wow what what is it like why 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 must we go through it with that said though i think the best jewels and best lessons come from such painful experiences you know and they equip us with wisdom like no other for life going forward and help us to prepare for God's best, you know, and help us to keep walking a path that we know is for our good instead of walking paths where we know we're going to slip and fall and get hurt and fight trying to get back up. So today I want to share those lessons that heartbreak taught me with you. You know, I am hoping that taking what God turned for my good and sharing with it with you will be helpful to you you know um it's not a lot that i have to cover today but i hope that it is valuable and that it helps you and maybe you can relate in some shape or, or another um so yes before we get into today's message as we usually do on devoted with cindy i just want to start off with a quick prayer Heavenly Father, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your word that is a double-edged sword. We thank you, God, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Father, for your blood that restores and brings healing, O God, Lord Almighty. We thank you, God, Lord Almighty, that your word is a light unto our path, a lamp unto our feet, O God, Lord Almighty, that we may not stumble, O God. We pray, O Lord, for the wisdom, O God, to cling to you. We thank you, O Father, for this word. We pray, O oh God, that this word may watch over us, O oh Father, that we may walk in your light and walk in wisdom, O oh God, that we may grow from strength to strength and grace to grace in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray, O oh Heavenly Lord, Father, that I may deliver this word with clarity, O oh God, that it may go where it needs to. We thank you that your word is not futile, O oh God, and that it will not return void. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. My experience with heartbreak, sheesh, I thought I was just not going to make it back out. I thought, you know what, it's over, I'm done for, God doesn't want to speak to me anymore, I don't even know who I am. Like the relationship that really hurt me, left me feeling solo. You know, um, my self-esteem was shot, like completely shattered. My sense of identity was completely crippled. I mean, disabled. I mean, it was just so bad. Like 
I thought I really truly believed like that I just would never recover I didn't see anything on the other side of it and I couldn't believe that I had you know just stayed <laughs> in a situation that I could see was slowly chipping away at everything that God had helped me build you know everything that God had helped me realize was becoming such a distant memory and I remember so many so many evenings um, where I would come back from work and I would just cry like I'm so far from you God and you are my identity you know everything that I am is in you and without you I just can't function but I don't know how to face you because I'm just so broken and I'm so sad at the fact that I this is where I am now when you've invested so much work into me you know we did the work I think that was the most upsetting thing for me is that I did the work <laughs> I did the work uh, uh, I stayed close to God I clung to him I ensured that I was whole I, I maintained that you are loved I I understood you know oh I thought I understood what to bring into my life and what to be wary of and so on and so forth and so to find myself on the other side of heartbreak or in the midst of heartbreak was quite embarrassing more than anything i think that was the biggest emotion that heartbreak gave me um i was just embarrassed embarrassed that you failed at a relationship girl like you are literally in pursuit of love how did you fail that you know it was so embarrassing although I God helped me to unlearn that you know um, it was embarrassing that I was sad about it <laughs> you know it's embarrassing like okay that wasn't the best situation child what you said you know but it was it was embarrassing for me personally like you you're stronger than this why you sad like get over it keep moving <laughs> you kind of have to go through all of those emotions you grieve you grieve you really do grieve and it takes time you know it takes time and it takes even longer if you're going to isolate yourself as much as i did or act as though you're not going through it as much as i wanted to um the process of of recovery for me happened when i said you know what god i'm not that strong <laughs> i just i'm not i'm not i'm not that strong you know um on my own i will only be strong when i hold on to you when i cling to you when i'm dependent on you when i just put you where you need to be in my life you know um I mean that relationship shocked me it shocked me because it just revealed so many things about me it wasn't necessarily about my ex-partner but just what it revealed about me you know and where I actually was it was just such a reality check for myself and so I struggled with a lot of things and that's why I say the first emotion or the first thing I felt yes it's an emotion <laughs> The first emotion that I have concerning my heartbreak was definitely embarrassment, embarrassment. And the hardest thing for me 
about heartbreak was that I found it so hard to trust my judgment again. You know, I, I it was like, oh, then what do I know? You know, and then what else am I getting so wrong? You know, and now I'm questioning all my life's choices <laughs> because of this one, this one bad decision or this one mistake, you know, that happened. And I just struggled to trust my judgment and it affected everything it affected what i thought i knew it affected what i the thoughts i didn't know or what i thought i didn't need in my life it just affected so many areas of my life you know um and i just want to say that any relationship that takes you away from god is so not worth it it's just so not if you, if it's just hard to even open your mouth to say hey god there's this there's this type of person in my life right now if you can't even do that because you already know the holy spirit's already giving you the side eye <laughs> if you can't do that then don't pursue it that i mean that could save us a lot of heartbreak you know don't 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 uh, stay in relationships that just pull you away from God or make it hard for you to maintain your relationship with God. You know, there are some relationships that compete with your relationship with God and it's not necessarily the person, but it is the the character, the personality, the 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 nature of the relationship that you're in that will want to compete with your relationship with God. And so if you're in a relationship like that, it's better to be out until you can find that relationship or that pace or that balance um, between your relationship with God and that relationship being sustained by your relationship with God. Not competing with it, but being sustained by your relationship with God. So yeah, going back to the point that heartbreak really i found it embarrassing and the one thing i really really struggled with is that it just ruined my confidence in my judgment you know and so yeah i had to relearn and re recommit myself to trusting god you know and allowing him to be the one who goes before me because i mean it was like getting training wheels back and re rebuilding or should I say sharpening my discernment and being more intentional about it um, it's okay you know when we go through these things it's okay but the most important part of such experiences such as heartbreak is that we grow from them and that we do not we don't um, stay in these things that don't serve us we don't stay in things in emotions that keep us hostage to pain keep us hostage to why keep us hostage to hopelessness but we grow from them and we help them be launching pads into a new level of understanding a new level of insight and wisdom and a new way of approaching life's lessons you know and everything that is in front of us so it's okay because it helps you to truly look into what god is saying yes to and what god is saying no to 
heartbreak for me or rather heartbreaks teachings really showed me that God is the one who really knows what's best for me and so yes it's good Cindy don't trust don't trust your own judgment trust God's judgment trust him trust his guidance he's giving you the holy spirit lean in you know so it was good for me that okay the um i don't trust my judgment and it's good not to because look at this child you look <laughs> look at what we are faced with it's a pandemic it's a panorama a panini child so don't trust your judgment trust god trust god to be the one to carry you to lead you to guide you to say yes to that no to that you know because if you're if you put yourself in that position then you are putting yourself in a place where you are protected going forward in your walk if you are doing it on your own where's the protection going to come from who's looking out for you Who's looking out for you? Because sometimes we don't even know what we want. We don't even know what we really need. And sometimes some things look like they're good for us. These things look like the things we want. But they're the very things that will destroy us. Sometimes you want to just try something. Something new. Hmm, maybe. That maybe can be something so destructive that you didn't even need to even go to to see that it was not going to be good but because we don't listen we find ourselves in those situations and then we're heartbroken and it's sad and it's really really sad and it's okay but the most important thing is that we grow from those experiences that we move forward and we don't allow these things to keep us in hostage we have to get to a place where God's best for us is ultimately what we're looking out for. We need to get to a place where his yes matters more than my want. We need to get to a place where his no matters more than, but this is what I want. This is what I think is best. This is, you know, look at, look at my age, God. Look at, look at what everybody else is accomplishing, God. We need to get to a place where we trust God's yes. We need to get to a place where we trust God's no. Even more so. Trust God's no even more so. I think most of us want to focus on God's yes. But let's get to a place where God's no. Wow. Let that be like a hug from him directly just shielding you directly his protection over you because he really loves you that much that he can say to you you see there mm -mm. let's not go there or you see this let's not stay here let's get out of this funk and let's move forward let's start the healing process and Another thing that I want to go into, which is the second point, is to guard your heart. In Proverbs 24 verse 3, we are taught to guard our heart. And why is this? Well, the verse continues on to say, to guard your heart above all else because it determines the course of your life. 
Crypto Dollar once said that you cannot make progress above the level of your unresolved brokenness. And that brokenness affects your relationships because it affects your behavior. Doesn't that just make so much sense? So we need to be people who guard our hearts because everything we do flows from it. Everything we do, everything, your work, your, your um, fitness goals, your relationships, everything you do, your thoughts about yourself, every single thing you do. My experience with heartbreak has taught me that any kind of heartbreak and disappointment should lead us back to God. Any kind of loss and pain and just the trials of life should lead us back to God. And here's why. I am, if you know me personally, you will know that I lost my sister um, when I was younger and I've experienced my fair share of heartbreaks. And every time I experience loss in one way or another or pain in one way or another it reveals my dire need to be dependent on God and so I believe that these situations these the toughest situations of life reveal our dire needs to be dependent on God because when our heart aches when we're grieving only God can reach those places. Only the blood of Jesus is able to restore and bring healing to those areas. Only he can communicate way past your soul. You know, music can only reach so far. But God, his spirit is able to touch your spirit and revive it where you've been crushed. And just work in you from the inside out, from spirit to soul to mind to body. Then you find yourself more productive. You find yourself creative again. You find yourself laughing again, praying again, fellowshipping again. God works from, uh, with us from the inside out. So the work is quicker. And yes, it's tough because he'll probably deal with the toughest things first. He'll probably give you the comfort that you need, but also be so truthful to you. And so, yes, the work will be tough, but it will be a quicker process other than wanting to isolate yourself and expecting outside forces to do what God can do meticulously things like mistakes repetitive and unhealthy patterns poor decision making not listening to the holy spirit for guidance you know that that something said mm, and i felt like an ish and i knew you know that little whisper that the holy spirit is trying to warn you not listening to him these things really hurt us you know but these things are there to show us our need to depend on God. Because when our heart aches, when we are grieving, even when we are in physical pain, it may feel as though nothing can help it, but you just have to go through it and make it to the healing, but you don't have to do it alone. And I think that's where most of us struggle. So that is another point that you just don't have to do it alone. 
You don't have to do it alone. God is with you and he's carrying you through so that you don't have to carry this heavy weight of grieving a relationship loss or heartbreak or whatever it is alone. He's there to help you to rebuild your confidence in him. You don't have to do it alone. He will bring people into your life and he probably has put people into your life that will be able to speak life over you. To wash you with the word of God. To encourage you. To help you to laugh. Don't you know that laughter is the heart's medicine? God is with you. And so these things, yes, they are painful. And yes, they seem like they are just out to harm us. But at the end of the day, they reveal our need for God. Our dire, desperate need for God. And they show us that we cannot do this life thing alone. We have God and his Holy Spirit that walks with us daily if we let him. We have people that God brings into our lives that shine his light, that speak his truth. I pray that you have those people in your life because those people are sometimes what you need. Sometimes when it's hard to pray, when you are weak, when you are weary, you need those people who speak life. You need those people who remind you of who you are in God, who will remind you of what God's word says, who will remind you that there is still hope. So I pray that you have those people. And just on the Holy Spirit, I just want to say that the more we listen to the Holy Spirit, is the sharper our discernment comes. And the more we listen to him, the more distinctive his voice becomes. And so we don't go around second guessing, was that, was that, was that him, was that not him? The more we listen to the Holy Spirit, the more his voice becomes distinctive, the sharper our discernment comes, and the easier it is just to walk this narrow path. This, the wiser our decisions are going to become. So let us get into the habit of listening to the Holy Spirit and not thinking that we know better, we know how to react better in that immediate situation when the holy spirit speaks to you when he warns you be quick to respond be quick to respond so that you can avoid things that you didn't have to experience anyway some lessons you really i truthfully i promise you you really don't have to go through to know what it entails <laughs> you know you don't need to put your hand in the fire to know it's hot and that you're going to burn. You don't need to get you put your foot in the water to know your foot's going to come back out wet. So another thing I'm asking you today is for you to ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. From the jump. You know, sometimes we put ourselves in situations and then when we're deep in it, we are just like, ooh, I need God. <laughs> Mm. wow look at what i have put myself in oh 
and then we're like god please can if you can just fix this for me you know if you can just organize this if you can just i know i know i didn't consult you in the beginning god but please well please <laughs> so i'm saying ask god for wisdom right from the beginning right from the beginning james 1 verse 15 says that if any of you lacks wisdom if you need wisdom you need to ask our generous god our generous god and he will give it to you and he will not rebuke you for asking ask god for wisdom and he will show you where to go what you need to do i think one of the things i i value and pray for the most or one of the things that i value and pray for the most are wisdom knowledge insights and understanding these are i mean i have it on my wall that i am guided and i am filled with the wisdom knowledge and understanding and insights from god these are such important things in my life you know these are i think they are what watch over me and all that god has called me to be without them i know that i'm not able to accomplish what god has called me to be you know um i need these in order to do things like this podcast i need these in order to do things like my blog and so god telling me to uh, befriend wisdom knowledge insight and understanding and just pursue them is is so important to me and has helped me in so many ways ways i don't even probably don't even know um and haven't even seen in in my own eye with my own eye but i know that god has shielded me you know from so many things because of was the wisdom knowledge insight and understanding that he has filled me with and so don't be ashamed to come before god and say hey listen i don't know i don't know i mean i am under no impression that i am wise on my own that i have knowledge on my own i don't do this podcast because i think i know what i know or what i think i know i don't do the blog because i think i just everything i write there is just wow i you know i'm so great <laughs> i don't do it because of that i do it because it is because of the wisdom that god has given me to share because of the knowledge that he has given me to share the understanding that he equips me with and the insights that he gives me it's not me because look at me and my decisions that cause me to not trust my own judgment <laughs> you know i can't trust my own judgment i don't even know half of the things that i don't know you know so i lean on god i have made it a point to lean solely on him to be the wisdom to be the knowledge to be the understanding the advice the friend the sister the daughter i've leaned on him to be the partner so that he can shape me and mold my character because that is what counts at the end of the day in these relationships and that's what makes them healthy it's character molded by god and his teachings and his spirit and the fruit of his spirit so ask god for wisdom there's no shame in asking for help god i don't know I don't know. I keep making the wrong choices. Help me. I keep attracting the wrong people. Help me. 
I keep going where I think I've got it, but I don't. Help me. Give me wisdom. Please, I'm praying. Help me to have a discerning mind, I pray. Ask God to give you uh, an understanding heart to judge so that you are able to discern between good and evil. It's okay to ask for help. Ask God for wisdom and he will give it to you. You know, there's a, a saying that um, I think about often and God just flipped it for me. You know, he just turned it over on its head. And you've heard it probably before that when people show you who they are, believe them. And the Holy Spirit just said to me, listen, Cindy, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. What is going to work is when God shows you the truth of a situation, believe him. Believe him. Because people are still under construction. And like we said in the beginning of the podcast, that you can't make progress above the level of your unresolved brokenness. And that brokenness affects your relationships. It reflects on your behavior. So, of course, the people that are you both coming into that relationship, you have your own things that you are constantly working on, hopefully. And things that God is teaching you and you are in process you are not perfect and so is your partner and so you are able to extend grace when you understand that so people are still under construction so when we say when people show you who they are believe them well yeah they are in process they are flawed they are going through things there are still some things that maybe they have not crossed or still some things in their lives they still haven't let go of or they have said that they want to be these kind of people but they didn't show you that because yes it's what they're aspiring to but they're not willing to do the work to get to that point and so instead of saying when people show you who they are believe them rather let us say when God reveals the truth of a situation believe him when God is saying hey this relationship is not going to work out this is going to leave you hurt this is going to leave you doubting yourself. This is going to leave you questioning your um your 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 purpose. This is going to leave you questioning your your judgment. Step out of it. Believe him. This is why it's so important to lean on the Holy Spirit, to listen to him immediately when he speaks to you. And not say, mm, I'll see. It's so important for us to do that. So when God speaks to you about the truth of a situation, it may be better, but believe him, child of God, and step out real quick. Step out real quick, extending grace and not leaving with resentment at, at the person. Because you need to be able to be in a position where you can forgive them. And so if we have that mentality, then we put ourselves in a position to forgive because we are able to extend grace towards these people because we have wisdom, we have knowledge, we have insight because we ask God. So we can't call people by their faults. We can't call people by their mistakes. Yes, he cheated, but he's not a cheater. <laughs> so many people are going to argue with me there. 
But if you believe in the redemptive power of the blood of the Lamb, then you're going to have a, a different opinion. But that's a topic for another day. Yes, he lied, but he's not a liar. We can't be calling people by their faults. We can't be calling people by their mistakes. They have names. They have places they belong to. They're probably still searching for God, maybe. Or they are saved and they are struggling to keep it together. They Or they are walking this walk. But it's just harder to let some things go. So we need to be able to extend grace, love to one another, even when it hurts. Because love, that's just its quality. It doesn't count any wrongs. It doesn't keep score. It believes all things and it just hopes for the good and it wants to help. And so the best way you can help sometimes is to leave room for growth. And that means removing yourself from a situation instead of suffocating someone to be or to pretend they're what they're not for your sake. So let's get to a place where what God says is, is, is more than enough for us. When he shows you the truth of a situation, you believe him. That, hey, this is not going to work right now. This person, this is where they're at. This is where you're at and you need to remove yourself. You guys aren't equally yoked. It's okay. We'll try again. And you remove yourself. So going forward, know that what God is saying about a situation is usually what's best. What God is saying about a situation, that's what's best. So trust his judgment. Trust his words to you. You know, you don't need to play savior. You yourself need a savior. Someone who needs a savior doesn't need to be playing savior that's not what we need to be doing. Yes, we will share the love of God. Yes, we will extend grace. But we cannot make decisions for people. Only they can make decisions to change, to grow, to be better for themselves. Just as we do for ourselves. And so it's okay. You know, you were there. You tried. You were a good Christian man, good Christian woman. You tried to help that person. It's okay. But until that person decides, just as much as you had to decide, nothing is going to happen. So we need to be real. We need to be real about the situations. I think sometimes we get so caught up in, I don't know what, what cloud that we just... We just can't face the reality of the situation, you know, and God's voice keeps us honest. It keeps us truthful about the situation. When you're close to him, you're close to the, the truth. And so I think that's why a lot of us find ourselves being pulled away from him because we would rather entertain the lies and the deception and the smoke in the mirrors than to actually see situations for what they are. So let us get into the habit of getting close to God so that we stay near to truth, so that heartbreak doesn't cripple us. 
Heartbreak doesn't destroy our relationship with God, who is and should be our very first love and where everything should flow from. And one of the last points I want to make for today's episode is don't be discouraged. Be discerning. Don't be discouraged. Be discerning. Heartbreak can make us desperate. It can make us desperate to make any situation work. It can help. It can make us people who resign altogether to being um, the ultimate city girls. You know, that's who we can turn into or the ultimate city boy. Heartbreak can make us completely detached. And the root cause of this is that we make people our last hope. And so when we when they leave of course it's crippling we make people um our source of happiness our productivity the love they give is like fuel for our productivity we make them you know our hope for tomorrow we make people these big things that we just lose sight of self we just lose sight of the bigger picture and so we don't look with an honest eye. So this is where a lot of pain comes in because once these people leave or when the relationship does not go the way we thought it would, when it turns out that, hey, this is actually not working or when the relationship just, you know, runs its course or however it ends, it's hard, you know, it's, it's harder than it should be because we've made these people our hope. We've made them the last hope. The, if this one doesn't work out, you know, it, it, this is the last, you know, this is the lo- this is it. This, 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 this is it. And so if it's not it, we, we just struggle to move on. So my advice to you then is to keep God as your hope. Keep God as your hope. Let your joy, your peace, your happiness, motivation, your productivity all flow from him. Let God, let Jesus be your first love. So that whoever comes finds you already walking in purpose because you're getting your productivity from God. And then when they find you walking in purpose, they come with their ideas and they're helping you build towards whatever it is. Whoever comes, let them find you whole. Let them find you whole, knowing who you are, affirmed in your identity in God. So when they come, they can be who they are. Then you guys can grow together. You can build together. And you're able to give to each other without feeling like you are losing anything. You are able to love one another freely. Make God your hope again. Your last hope. Heartbreak in, in, and loss are, are good in the sense that they leave us with just God. Sometimes the words people share, you know, the things they say to encourage us. Yes, they're helpful, but nothing compares 
to what God can do for you. And some situations just leave you with just God and yourself. Make the most of those situations. Ask God to build you back up. Ask God to help you to be who he's called you to be. Ask God to be his dream girl, (laughs) his dream boy. Ask God to help you so that you don't stumble on the same rock over and over again. Don't stub your toe on the same corner over and over again. Move the table. Move it. Or keep note of, "Mm, if I go that way, if I walk like this, I'll stub my toe again. And finally, I want you to remember that God has the final say. Not the relationship that ended. Not the the self-doubt, not the fear to love again, not the, the, the lack of courage to try again. Those things don't have the final say. God has the final say. He knows exactly what is best for you. So make him your lost hope instead of making your lost partner your lost hope. There is still hope as long as God is God. So make him your hope and trust that he will get you through it. Trust that he will see you through heartbreak into healing, into wholeness again, and into a beautiful love story that he has written just for you. That he has written just for you. And so if you're listening to this for the first time and you are like, sheesh, Where do I even start? I always say start with Jesus. Start with Jesus. Because once you encounter his love, everything changes. Every single thing changes. And if you don't have a relationship with him, I would like to pray with you so that you would invite him into your heart and the healing process from heartbreak and and all these things can begin. So let's pray. Okay, if you would just close your eyes and just follow me in this prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I need you. I am humbly calling out to you. I'm tired of doing things my way. Help me to start doing things your way. Jesus, I invite you into my life to be my Lord and Savior. Fill the emptiness in me with your Holy Spirit and make me whole. Lord, Help me to trust you. Help me to love you. Help me to live my life for you. Help me, Lord, to understand your grace, to understand your mercy and your peace. Thank you, Lord. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I pray that you are blessed going forward. I'm so excited for what God is about to do in your life. 
and I praise God that you were bold enough to say this prayer and for just everyone else and just to close off this message I just want to pray with you to just say thank you to the Lord for guiding us through this word and so Father we pray Lord that we may be filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding help us Lord to have a revelation of your purpose and understanding help us God that we may walk worthy of you Lord fully pleasing you and being fruitful in every good work Father, we pray that we might increase in the knowledge of you, that we may have a revelation of who you are. We pray, Lord, that we will be strengthened with all might according to your glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy, O God. Father, we pray that you may give to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. We pray, Lord, that we may know the hope of your calling your destiny for us oh god that we may never settle we pray god that we may know what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints help us to know your priorities for us oh god help us to know what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe in you oh god we pray lord that being rooted and grounded in your love that we may be able to comprehend with all the saints the width the length the depth and the height of your love to know the love of christ which passes all knowledge lord help us father that we may be filled with the fullness of you to you god who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask think or even begin to imagine according to the power that works in us glory to you god glory to you be praised forever and ever in jesus name we pray amen i love you i will see you in the next one bye devotee thank you so much for taking the time to listen if this message has been a blessing to you please be a blessing to somebody else and share it with them and remember go out there living your life fully devoted to loving God loving yourself and fiercely loving God's people until the next one devotee bye